Wow. Okay, so Val, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'll tell you my favorite bits because there's lots. (laughs) But my favorite bits is that I am a mom and I'm a wife. We have four beautiful sons, two lovely daughter-in-laws, three grandchildren, one that's growing in the womb as well. And so I feel very rich and I'm... I'm thankful to be married to my husband, and we've been in the ministry a lot of years, raised in an amazing Christian home, and I love Jesus, and so I'm so thankful to be here. It's a real privilege. Seven years ago, we started a church plant in the city of Calgary in Alberta, and so we have the privilege of building that with two of our sons came with us, and then the other two came and joined us, and so it's been quite an adventure. And uh, I love, love serving the Lord. So those are, the, those are my best bits. Wow, fantastic. Wonderful. So we've started a new series as a church called Learning to Smile in the Storm. Can you tell us a little bit about some big storms that have hit your life? Yeah, wow. Well, we've had a few. We've had a few. And I know all of you have as well. But I think one of the, the main ones that happened was when I was, so I said I was raised in a very good home, a lovely, amazing home. My parents have a phenomenal testimony of how they were saved. I watch Paul, and I watch his joy and his enthusiasm in the Lord, and I think that must be how they felt when they first came to Christ, because they were saved out of darkness and brought into such light. And so they raised us with that same contagious passion in our own home, and it was such a natural inflow and outflow of the love of God. It was a natural thing to see my parents pray for us and to be with us and I was raised on a farm and I'm the oldest of four siblings and when I was 19 they were killed in a car accident together both of my parents were killed they were leaders in our church marriage uh, they, they oversaw the marriage and the family ministries and so it was a big big blow to to our hearts and it really challenged really challenged our hearts so that was one of the biggest storms and I remember thinking at the time well then that must be the hardest thing that, that must be it then. We're good then, right, God? I mean, no more, no more of that. But, you know, it was like a season of waves of hardship. And there were more traumas and there were more hard things. And Ian and I got married 10 months later and helped raise my, my siblings. And they have grown up. God has been so faithful to do that. But that was one of the biggest storms. And it, it had the potential to really rock my faith. And... Um, do you want me to keep going? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I remember, you know, facing the storms. I love all the songs that you've done today because I remember getting, getting, I was so confused because I thought if you serve the Lord and the people that my parents had been pillars in our church, well, then that's not supposed to happen to you. And I remember just feeling a bit of a fog for years, actually, and thinking, Lord, how do I wrestle with this? How do I grapple with this? And the Holy Spirit brought me to John chapter 6 because I thought, I remember thinking to the Lord, if there was somewhere else I could go, I would. But I know there is nowhere else to go. I'd watched the world. I'd watched my friends. I'd watched, you know, the lives around me. And I'd watched people come and get saved in our church and their lives be transformed. But I thought, if I could go somewhere else, God, because I thought I could trust you. And you've taken away my rocks. You've taken away the ones you know, that, that I have leaned on. And I was 19 at the time, right? And my siblings were 17, 15, and 13. And you know, the Lord brought me to John chapter 6, where Jesus is speaking of his bread and his body. And he says, you know, people are following him, and the disciples are with him. And, and a bunch of them leave because it's a hard saying. I remember the scripture says it's a hard saying, and they couldn't take it. And, and Jesus says to his disciples, he turns and he says, are you going to leave me too? I remember when I read those words. And I thought, 
If I could, I would. But just like Peter said, where else would I go? You alone hold the words of life. And so that just became something that I had to process and walk through, Sarah, right? Just what will I do, even if, even if, like, like Job, even if hard things come. Wow, that's amazing testimony, isn't it? Um, so I think you've answered this a little bit, but I'll ask Sorry. you anyway. No, it's Sorry. fine. How did you learn to smile again and trust God? Is yeah, there anything else you want to... That took a while, right? And I think it's important for Christians to understand that grieving is important. You can't pretend it's all okay. You can't just go about and just pretend this didn't happen. I'll just put on the smile. I'll pretend. There's a difference. True faith faces the facts, but it believes God, right? And so that's, that's what God helped me to do. And it was a process of choosing to trust in him. And I got stuck different times along the way in my own life. Even when we got into ministry, there's residue of some of that trauma where you get hit and you think, what if it happens again? Because it had happened. But then as you, as you learn to grow in the Lord, and, and we hit a hard patch in our marriage, actually, 15 years into our marriage and we had just started pastoring and I thought Lord your timing kind of stinks I don't understand you're throwing into this responsibility and I feel like my marriage is not great and and I was disappointed in where we were at and and we were united together in front of people but behind closed doors there was this edginess this tension between us a lot of defensiveness and I remember one day reading my bible and I don't know if you're familiar with Joyce Myers. She says that the word of God is the language of the Holy Spirit. And so it's so important to put the word in you continually, daily. So even though I struggled with the truth of the word, and I was, I was getting it in me, and God was transforming me. And so the scripture that, that popped out at me one day when I was discouraged about my marriage, because I thought, Lord, I, was gonna, I thought it was going to be better than this. I thought it would be easier. Now we're in responsibility of ministry, and we're still struggling. What is the secret? And the Lord showed me Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8, and it said, Blessed is the man whose trust is in the Lord. He's made the Lord his stronghold. He's like a tree planted by rivers of living water. And it says his roots reach for the water, reach for the water. And the Holy Spirit said, you've been putting your hope and your security in your marriage. You've been putting your hope and security in your husband. And it's not in anyone else other than me. And he said, if I'm not your source, if you don't make me your source, Val, you're going to be disappointed again and again. And that's been it. He's my rock. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so finally, what advice can you give people who are going through the storms of life? Mm. I think you've just given them enough to keep them going for about three years. But but it's ongoing, isn't it? Because even though I learned it and even though I'm learning it, we go from glory to glory and strength to strength. And I want to encourage you, just keep fixing your eyes on Jesus. Paul said it this morning too. You fix your eyes on Jesus. Jesus didn't say if there will be storms. He didn't say if there will be trouble. He said you will have trouble. And some of you have trouble today. Some of you are facing some big mountains. And I've got mountains ongoing, you know. I'm a parent. I'm a mom. I lead people. I, I'm in this world. I'm not of it, but I'm in this world. And so if we can keep looking to Jesus and make him that source. There's a scripture that I love. I gave you one, but one of the other ones that I absolutely love. 2 Corinthians 9 verse 8 says this. NIV 1984 version. Best one. (laughs) And it says, and God is able, God is able to make all grace abound to you. 
so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. That's God's promise to you. He is able. And so honestly, Sarah, it's only Jesus. It is not my marriage as much as I love that man. It's not my kids. It's not my job. It's not my call. It's Jesus. And I'm becoming more and more like a child. Stay that way. Look to Jesus. Wow. That's amazing.